0: Thank you, Lord, for this day, and we thank you for fathers and mothers too. We thank you, Lord, for your love, and we thank you for being with us always, and the freedom to come here. And we do pray for the people in Ukraine and Russia and even Armenia, where and um, Venezuela, that they have so many problems everywhere we go, and think about, and we pray that they, you will be with them, and that they'll know you before it's too late, and we thank you again, that we have the freedom to come here, and that you bless us so much, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. I need, uh, I didn't call it Father's Day, I called it Father's Faith, okay, Uh Let us pray. Sorry. A little boy was asked what the difference is between Mother's Day and Father's Day. He said, mothers get more gifts, expensive gifts. Dads get fewer and cheaper ones. (laughs) Fathers that didn't show love in the past need to change forever. Children need to see dads that are real and that can show love and emotion. Wives and children define love different than dads. They like to call it time, T-I-M-E. There are times we do things with our children that we may think was a waste of time. One such example, Charles Francis Adams, from the 19th century uh, political figure and diplomat, kept a diary. He entered went fishing with my son today. a waste of time. His son, on the other hand, uh, Brooke Adams, also kept a diary, the entry is still in existence, says, on the very same day, went fishing with my father, the most wonderful day of my life. Fathers need to be present in the United States. We have over 40% of the children are growing up without a father in the house. Every child needs to know that he has a father that loves him. With fatherhood comes great responsibilities. One such thing, the learning of wisdom. Solomon was encouraged to learn wisdom by his father, King David. That is what all fathers of today should be teaching their children. Once taught as a child, wisdom can be used throughout their lifetime. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. If we were to die today, the company we worked for, or if you're still working, working for, would easily replace us. However, the families we leave behind would feel the loss for the rest of their life. Why then? do we invest so much time in our work and so little time with our children's lives. Nothing is more worthy of our energy and time than our children. Psalms 127, 3 through 5. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Fathers, uh, my first example of a good father is... Um, Joseph, Mary's husband. Joseph is an excellent example of a good father he provided for Mary and Joseph, (laughs) sorry, Mary and Jesus. When told to, Joseph got up and escaped to Egypt, providing safety from the evil Herod, who had planned to kill all two-year-old boys and younger. Joseph got Mary and baby Jesus and left Bethlehem and moved to Egypt in the middle of the night, traveled about some 175 miles, walking, mind you, Joseph was an excellent father to Jesus and his other brothers. Today, fathers have the same need as Joseph had with Mary and baby Jesus. They need to be reading, that's why I bought my reading, God's Word. They need to be listening. Let me find my spot, sorry. Uh, listening to God. And remember the still small whisper from Isaiah, Uh, listening to God, and we cannot hear with all the noise we have around us. We need to have quiet time. Men, remember, we have the responsibility to teach the family about things that matter, love, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Colossians 3.21. Fathers, do not provoke your children. Do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Abram, also known as Abraham, is my second example of a good father, a father of many nations, in Genesis 17:4, God is talking, "As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations." Then he changed his name to Abraham. Abraham showed his generosity to three visitors by bringing some food, some water for their feet, and being able to rest under a beautiful shade tree in the heat of the day. A Approximately 118 to 120. We think we have it hot. Okay. Also cooked the finest flour. When the bread came out, I'm sure it was an aroma pleasing to the Lord. They also had some curds and some milk and a freshly prepared calf. They set before the three visitors while they ate. Abraham stood near them under a beautiful tree. We need to give our children encouragement. Dads need to tell their children they are proud of them. Old wounds remain unhealed when we are unwilling to forgive the angry words of the past. But for the sake of ourselves and our family, we need to do what we can to knock down the walls of separation. The Bible commands... A command for the Bible's command for all our relationships is to love others as brothers. Not returning evil for evil, but forgiving. Turn away evil and seek grace. Break the cycle of anger and give our children what they need. Words of blessing and love. That when they need us, we will be there. The best thing you can spend on your children is time. So how does God instruct fathers to bring up their children? 1 Peter 3, 8, and 9. Finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate, and be humble. Do not repay evil for evil or insult for, with insult. On the contrary... repay evil with blessings because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. In the New Testament, Paul refers to Timothy as his son, considering him his true son in the faith. Paul assures Timothy of his love and faithful prayers. Paul's deep personal words encourage Timothy to live boldly for the gospel of Christ. 2 Timothy 1, 6, and 7. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift God gave you, gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, This uh, spirit of fear is, I just heard it this week on the radio, hopefully it's correct, but they said it's in the Bible 365 or 66 times, uh, one for every day of the year. Do not fear. But, But the power and of love, and I, hopefully of a sound mind. Paul assures Timothy of his love and faithful prayers and his spiritual heritage. Timothy did not have a dad. He had a grandmother and his mother. Dads, find a way to let your children know your love for them. Text them, email them, send them a card. They will read it. Encourage them. Let them know you are praying for them continually. Proverbs 20, verse 7. The righteous man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. Psalms 103, verse 8. Dads aren't perfect. Ideally, Christian dads should give children a glimpse of what our Heavenly Father is like. Our Heavenly Father is merciful and gracious and slow to anger and abounding in mercy. Um, I heard a story about a little girl who was frightened by a huge thunderstorm. She cried out in fear. Her daddy rushed to her side as he held her in her his arms he explained that God would take care of her because God loves her I know God will take care of me and love me she replied but right now daddy I wanted someone with skin on when a dad that loves the Lord instructs his children, he models for them a perfect heavenly uh, father, a heaven in, father in heaven. If you live your, your life for God, your children receive spirit, a spiritual blessing that will last long after you die. One of the greatest responsibilities as a dad is to encourage our children to pursue wisdom especially in our society today. Dr. James Dobson shares this story about his two-year-old son. Ryan watched his father pray before they ate each and every meal and was never asked to say grace. One day when Dr. Dobson was out of town, his wife Shirley turned to Ryan and asked if he wanted to say grace. Bowing his little head, Ryan prayed, "I love you, Daddy. Amen." Amen. Do we model our love for our heavenly Father clearly enough for our children, to and grandchildren and great-grandchildren? to truly understand our relationship with our Heavenly Father. Is your example more like this? Some years ago, a young boy was encouraged to hurry and get ready, or he would miss the church bus pickup for Sunday school. The boy asked his father, Did you go to Sunday school when you were a boy? The father replied, Yes. Then the boy said, it probably won't do me any good either. Mm, It's not very good. We all need a father-child relationship with our Heavenly Father. God wants to be more than a biological father to us. He wants to raise us up, to educate us, and train us in His wisdom. God uses earthly fathers and mothers to train His children in his wisdom. Wisdom does not come naturally to us. It must be taught and modeled. We must teach our children to listen, hear God's word. We must pay attention if we are to gain understanding. Wisdom does not just drop into our laps. We as fathers must be diligent in modeling and living wisdom in our daily lives for our children. Nothing is more important. Solomon tells how his father David encouraged him to seek wisdom when he was young. 1 Kings 2, 3, and 4. Keep the charge of the Lord, or our God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses. That you may prosper in all you do, and in wherever you turn, that the Lord may fulfill his word, which... He spoke concerning me, saying, If your sons take heed to their way to walk before me in truth, and with all their heart, with all their soul, he said, You shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. Proverbs 4, 1 through 5. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and only the one in sight of my mother. He also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words and keep my commands and live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Don't, do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Ephesians 3:16 through 19. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power and through His spirit and in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted in and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide, how long, how high, and how deep is the love of Christ, and to know his love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. God our Father tells us that we can never understand his marvelous love for us. Ephesians three sixteen through 19 tells us of God's marvelous love and wants us to be able to feel and understand as children of God just how long, how wide, how deep, how high his love is for us. God is the actual Father. God our Father is the source of all life, every breath. Following God's plan is the path to abundant life. John 10.10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that you they, they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. God our Father, lovingly corrects us. God's spirit corrects us in our everyday decisions and relationships with others. We can feel Him prodding us to decisions that reflect His love and truth. We feel convicted when we disobey His word. Hebrews 12:5 and 6. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him for whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son who he receives. God our Father provides for all our needs. How much joy the truth true father must receive when we enjoy all the good gifts he gives us through his creation. Matthew seven eleven. If you then being evil know how to give gifts to your children, how much more like, uh, more will your father who is in heaven give you things to whom to those who ask him. God our Father gives us wisdom. God's word is the ultimate source of truth and wisdom. 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for the instru- instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work, God, our Father, always takes care. It takes us back. God forgives us when we mess up, just like we forgive our children's mistakes. God is the ultimate role model for forgiveness. The story of the return of the prodigal son, Luke fifteen thirty-one through thirty-two. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It is right that we should take, make merry, and be glad. For your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. It is important for us to truly understand that God, in all his power and glory, is best understood as a loving intimate father not uh, he is not some distant impersonal ruler but a warm and welcoming father the greatest example of fatherhood is our heavenly father who loved us enough to send his son to die for us that we might have eternal life do you have a personal relationship with The Heavenly Father, we need, uh, my throat's dry. We need to praise our Heavenly Father, God and all His names, and His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and live holy lives. Remember, our God reigns. How big is your God? Let us pray, please. Thank you, Lord, for this day again. We thank you for all that you do for us, and we thank you for each and every one here. And we pray that they will walk, go home with a blessing today. In Jesus' name, amen.